0: The Lord has given me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, and I've been filled with the knowledge of His will in all spiritual wisdom and understanding. As a result of this, I'm walking in a manner worthy of the Lord. And I'm pleasing Him in all respects. I'm bearing fruit in every good work, and I'm increasing in the knowledge of God. Now again, I incline my ears to His word. The word is entering my heart, it's giving me light and direction. It's healing me in every area, and it's making me more and more like the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. I said amen. "Amen." Amen. And that word and the spirit therein is coming to you again today. Giving you light. Giving you healing. Giving you healing. Solving all problems, including the ones you did not even know were there. All right, the Lord is good. All All right, let's take our seats quickly. Now, please, I want to remind everyone. This is our school of prayer. That's why we've been praying for the um, for quite a while since we started. Please, um, can I just say our prayer at the beginning is not like opening prayer; it's prayer. I hope I get my point. We gather to pray, okay? So it's not like they never start. <laughs> just by the way, I don't do anything to to while away time. No, if I'm doing anything spiritual, there's nothing. Never. If let's let's assume now I'm expecting a, a, a preacher. All right? And it has not arrived. I want you to be praising God. Somebody will make you be singing and singing. You go sing, you go dance. Meanwhile, anyway, they are just waiting for the pastor. What I do, I will tell you simply our preacher is supposed to be here by 5 and start teaching by quarter past 5, but it's not around. I think we are going to have a 30 minute delay. I will tell you it's flat. I said now, so we will now come to an agreement on what we want to do with that 30 minutes. Like, okay. Until then, please, everybody, that's going to give a special song. So, we all know what we are doing. But not as if we are praising God, so that today go hot. The reason is because the man never comes. No, that's not right. Okay, I'm sure God, too, will sit down. Say, what are you they are singing praise to who? Not me. They are waiting away the time. So, sometimes it's good for them get one of your youths to come and practice his rap. It's okay. Just to, <laughs> okay. hope you get my point. Alright, so I'm just going to emphasize the fact that when we start praying like that, we are praying. We're not trying to warm up for the uh, meeting because you see, we don't do that on Saturday. On Saturday, our opening prayer is very short and then we'll go to the teaching. That's the way it's supposed to be. Okay, let's bear that in mind. Okay, so I've been praying for some time and let's receive some instructions and then we'll pray some more. Again, of course, if you have been listening to our messages or attending the school of prayer sessions, you will see our favorite scripture should be who can tell me which one it is? Huh? Everybody's murmuring. Their man of God. Which what do you think? You don't know, huh? No, no. School of prayer. It's online, eh? Huh? Thank you very much. No, you're yeah, very correct. It's Luke chapter eighteen. Men ought always to pray and not to faint. I quote that thing so many times. Yes. All right. Yeah. Men ought always to pray and not to lose heart. Men ought always to pray and not to get tired. Men ought always to pray and not to get discouraged. Again, please allow me to repeat myself. Why does he give such instructions? Anytime God gives a commandment, see what he's commanding against. It's likely to come to you naturally. I hope you're getting my point. If he says, don't be drunk with wine, which is in excess, but what? Be filled with the Spirit. That means the natural thing is to go and get drunk and not to be filled with the Spirit. That's the natural thing. Now, people get drunk on all kinds of things, not only wine. We get drunk on entertainment. We get drunk on Facebook. We get drunk on Instagram, social media generally. We can get drunk on them. We can get drunk on, what else? Sports, thank you. Sometimes we get drunk on sports. And you see, sometimes inherently those things are not evil. That's why he said well in this what? Excess. Nothing wrong with social media. It can be excessive. I discovered that child groups consume time. They do. If I have a new rule, I now you can do better than me, this is just my own rule. Any chat group I mean, and you can't really help it these days unless you are not on WhatsApp. You go join chat, they will put you. Uh Uh-huh. But what I do a lot of times is that you have better stick with the purpose of that group, otherwise I will leave. I always leave. There's only one chat group I mean where you can say anything you like. Only one. And that's where my classmates talk. So I say that this one, we don't have any purpose apart from... How far? are you getting my point? <laughs> so there. they're always posting daily devotions. I laugh. I said, nobody's reading it. I don't do it. The only thing you, is when you ask for opinion, I will let you know based on scripture. Okay? But that's not where I preach. You understand? People just have the people that are not born again. So what are you talking about? Every other child group, you have to stick with the purpose. I have left child groups, I think like two now this season, because of election. Yeah, two. Both of them, professional. They will start posting. I endure for some days. Then when it starts getting too much. But some of these people that are promoting candidates, they just get on your nerves. So I tell those, I tell those people that, please, this one is enough now. This is not a... It became quarrel. I didn't even just... I, I just exit. Boom. I was out. Then in my office again, the one that was made for lecturers, somebody began. Boom. I just pulled out. I told them again, please. Hey, this is supposed to be for official issues. When they began again, click, 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 exit. I sent a message to my HOD. Create an official one, I will join. So he created one, announcement alone. Then I joined that one. I'm just giving you a tip on how to manage life. My neighborhood, you know, we live in a neighborhood, and then we had some crisis some time ago. So that made us, yeah, our transformer was um, vandalized. So they stole our power, um, ammo cable, all those heavy cables. Cost us about a million to replace them. Okay, you, 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 those of you, women don't know what we are talking about, but the men in the, <laughs> the house, you already know some things. All right? So that's what my neighbor, they created a, a chat group to solve that because we're in darkness for some days until we solved. So quickly in a few days, they had to go around, you know, of course, EEDC was telling us stories. My neighbor just went calculated for each person how much fuel we were burning every day. And I've just given the money for fuel for four days, we'll replace these things, so... Now, they created that. So we found it was so useful that it's been sustained. And last time, we had another problem. With one drunk man went and brought down high tension. We used it again. You no, know, network with some other closer neighbors, and we fixed the problem, you know. Then election issue started. They began again. I just nicely sent them a cool message. Good neighbors, the Lord will bless you. But please, so here we are supposed to solve road problem, water problem, security issues, and um, power problems, sanitation stuff like that. Election not joined like this, oh, so good enough. They just rebuked all those who were posted. And you know what? They all behave. That not know Nigerians could be so obedient. <laughs> I mean, the real obedient, the one, the real English word. though. I didn't know. I didn't know. To my surprise, you hardly get it. So days will pass. You will even know that group exists. Days will pass. All right? Occasionally, one guy will forget himself. He will drop something. Yes. Then you warn him. Then he will go back to normal. You understand? Now, so those is a consumed time. I'm just dropping that, by the way. So we we'll get drunk on them. Many people have gotten drunk with popular opinions. You know, one of my classmates said something. I said, I told him, I said, my brother is a Christian. I said, God, we'll have to have mercy on you. Because he posted something, you know, this uh, legislation has gone to National Assembly, he said, from a concerned Nigerian. I said, who is the concerned Nigerian? I said, I'm sure if I ask you now, you will tell me, forwarded as received. <laughs> I said, hey. Now, people just fought all kinds of things, and human beings don't know this is, were not generated by God. They were generated by another ignorant person like yourself, who's spreading his ignorance to you. You think he knows what he's saying. People get drunk on social media. That's the point I'm making. God said, "Be careful. Social media is supposed to inform you, help you communicate. Is the alcohol of this our generation? I hope it is a drug. Social media is a drug. People are now being treated now for social media addiction, and the psychiatric community—that is, the, the doctors that take care of that—psychology and psychiatric group—they now want to include social media addiction as a medically recognized problem. Oh, not a joke." Children have committed suicide because of what they experience on social media. And, and this will make me laugh. I said, just delete the app. Now, what is it? Did I said, uh, bullying. No, I've never believed this bullying nonsense. You can't bully on social media. I said, if you bully my people on social media, if he come home complain, I will bully him at home. And I tell, I'm telling you, I'll go join that one because what do you do? Click, click, exit. Let me not demarket any, any um, social media platform. There's one particular one. I used to use them a lot, you know, you know, send uh, inspirational statements, quotes, and stuff like that. Then they modified their platform the last say, few weeks. They changed it. And since then, I've had it gone there. because the now it's crowded. You don't find me on Facebook. The participant you see on Facebook, when he comes, I'll let you know. There are two of them. is Judah and Thor Reverend. What's my own I don't know how to use Facebook. I'm not saying it's bad. I just don't know how to use it. It's crowded. I like a bit of privacy. Now, I'm going to say something here. People become drunk on things like that. And the Bible says, don't let it happen. Instead, be what? Filled with the Spirit. Yeah. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. Now, we're not going to deep into our message for today. Okay, Just small things on the side. One man said something the other day, and it really helped me. I I stumbled into a write-up or a video teaching. And the man said that when you want to walk, just keep your phone out of reach. I started doing it. It's a blessing. I'm just sharing it with you. It didn't say, don't you, just keep it out of reach. So, I I did that today. I'm sitting out here walking. I keep it at the other end of the room. When it rings, I'll go and go and attend to it. But my laptop is on my knees, I make sure that the phone is not within reach. I, leave my, I, use my, I use it for my internet, so I leave my hotspot on. In fact, I even keep it plugged, so it will be charging there and supply me power. But I, won't, I make it' sure it's out of reach. I learned that not too long ago, and it's so fantastic. Because the reflex when you're walking, when you ask want to take a break, you just pick it, and then someone will not post something. You don't you feel like correct if but i stop posting things like this. And I say, what's wrong with what I posted? What do you know, what's wrong with what you posted?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and w- when is your mate, like my classmates? so you have started again, oh, pastor, what, what do you mean? Somebody cannot talk again. That's it like not to talk. I'm just saying what you are saying is wrong. Next thing you know, you won't know. One oh, no, hour, don't go. And the work you were do- doing, the computer, in fact, you know what my computer would do? is to call your attention. Suddenly, the fan will come on. Do you know why? When you are not working, it starts cleaning. It starts virus scanning. All those things. Then you're, Why is the computer making noise? Because the process has come. He's now doing all that. Things. Since, you, okay, since you don't have work again, <laughs> let me use this space to do something else. So the man said, just keep it out of reach. And it's been a blessing to me since I lent it. It's been a blessing. I lent it not too, not too long ago. Just, um, I don't even know how long, but very recent. Just a matter of days or weeks that I just, just learned that. And it's been a tremendous blessing. It's helping us obey the scripture. Do not be drunk with social media, but be filled with the spirit. Because the alcohol of this generation, it is. That's an aside. You know, we learn everything. Okay? So, anytime he gives an instruction, remember, that thing is instructing against, it's like to come what? Naturally. It comes easily without effort. So, he said, men ought always to pray and not get tired of praying. That tells you, men will not always pray. They will get tired of praying. That is a natural thing. We've gone over it again and again. Why do they get tired of praying? That's why you know that prayer does not produce quick results all the time. If it did, we would not get tired of praying. That's just a signal. So the fact that you have prayed about something and it has not happened, Jesus warned about it. So he says, possible for you to go to your friend as they lend me three loaves. And the man seems to be delayed. And of course, he was using that to typify, to illustrate what the Lord's answers may be like. Now your friend gave you the reason that it's late. My children are in bed with me. I cannot come to attend to you now. Now, that is a, is a sign. I mean, like, is illustrating delay. The, the, the excuse does not apply to God because he doesn't go to bed. I hope you get getting my point. But just to let you know, there could be a delay. A woman went to a judge who doesn't fear God and does not fear man. Again, that's a type of God because God does not fear God and does not fear man, he has no God to fear. He's God. I hope I get my point. He can only fear himself. So what they were trying to say is that even though there's nobody to discipline this person, again, God is not unjust, however. Those are the two things about it that just are like God. But it's not unjust. So his delay is not because of his injustice. His own delay is not because of his righteous, unrighteousness. So when there is a delay with God, apparently, something else is the reason. It's not because his children are with him in bed. It is not because he's unjust. But both parables tell you that sometimes there will be a delay. And God is always just. So every time there is a delay, there is a good explanation, which if he were to give to you, you will understand. You would understand. Okay? Now, so, once there is a delay, keep working on prayer. Because what happens is that you can't leave the prayer to go and work on the delay. I hope you're hearing my point. The prayer kind of goes back to zero. In fact, it's in the process of praying that the delays, the reason for delays will be manifested. And please bear it in mind, this is a principle of prayer. Just know that God is righteous. One mistake Christians make, and when we are teaching on prayer, we often make that mistake, is to think, He's reluctant. And the length of prayer persuades him. Do you hear what I said? see, to be able to work with God, if I have to do anything in life, you just have to get the thoughts, the principles right. The reason why you go to school, six years to go and study medicine. If I, I make a joke to, with students that when they graduate, I said, now you can learn medicine. And they're getting a certificate. So when they say, I, 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 I finished school, so I say, oh, congrats, now you can learn to be a doctor. And I mean it. And I'm not joking. I mean that literally. If somebody tells you you yesterday, I don't believe he you knows anything. He said, now they have given you a certificate to go and learn. You spend the first six years learning, now this is where I'm going, learning the language. Learning what things mean. That's what they te- teach for the first six years. To treat <laughs> next to nothing. So that's why you have to return again as a qualified doctor to now learn how to take care of people. Now, why do we spend all that time to, for you to get the concepts right? Get the principles right. Know the concept. There are things that somebody will just say, you know, the principle will tell you that that doesn't make sense. You now, you may not know the answer, but you know, it doesn't make sense. You know, one illustration I, I use here, once in a while, is the day Ebola broke out in some West African countries, and then it came into Nigeria, and God helped us, we pushed it back rapidly. Remember, I called me early in the morning. I didn't even know anything was going on. I, I slept late. I was still sleeping. So when he called early, I, he actually woke me up. So I answered. He said, sorry, sir, I think I woke you up. Yeah, what's the problem? He said, please. They said that if I use salt, salt in water to bathe, I will not get it, its protection against Ebola. And i what? Yeah, they said if you just put salt in water, and use it for bathing, and then it will protect us against Ebola. I just told him. I nonsense. I said, thank you, sir. I hung the phone. I went to sleep. Now, why did that, without, I mean, it didn't take me two seconds to know it didn't make sense. Why? Because, now, for the average, you know, salt finished in the market those days. Do you, do you remember? Yes. Yeah, all our salt was poured into water. People were basing left, right, and center. I mean, some things should have just let people know that did, that didn't make sense. But let's not talk about that. What I want to talk about is the fact that, how did I just know? It's because of basic training. I knew what was causing the problem. I knew how it spread. I knew bathing with salt water would make no difference because even if bathing with salt water worked, you can't keep salt on your body for long. There are so many things I just put together. And instantly I said, this does not make sense. I hope you're getting my point here. So that's why you go to school. That's why you ask those who have been trained. They learn the rules. In the same manner, if you want to walk properly in the realm of the spirit... Learn the rules. That's where I'm going. So you hear something. That's I, I see some of this with some confidence. They say, The Lord told me this. I said, No, the rules of the Spirit don't agree with that. Then I couldn't have told you that. The Holy Spirit said, I said, You mean assistant Holy Spirit? Because the real Holy Spirit, would not talk like this because we've learned the way He talks all these years. We've learned, we read the scriptures, we've seen what He says and what He doesn't say. Like one woman said, A woman was prophesying. Have you been to a church where they prophesy, nothing wrong with it. And being in a fellowship, people are prophesying, not just a pastor. I mean so one woman got up to say she has a word of prophecy. And what did she say? My children, my children, my children, my children, do not be afeard, do not be afeard. Do not be afeared. He said, If you are feared, I don't blame you. I get scared sometimes myself too. <coughs> Yeah, it really happened. It really happened. Now, see, look at the all of you are laughing. The woman was prophesying and actually said that. Forget the are feared English. All right, let's speak. So don't be afraid, my child, Don't be afraid. If you're afraid, I don't blame you. I guess, guess I'm, myself too. I'm telling you, it was a prophecy somebody gave in church. None of this has been fabricated. I'm telling you what really happened. Why did you all laugh? <laughs> How can God say, I'm afraid sometimes? <laughs> you see, you may not realize, you, see, you, you understand, just by, by laughing, you have shown that you have understanding of some things of the spirit. So you can understand more. That's what I'm trying to say. So that's why when you only hear me say that, somebody said, I just said, my friend, get away. This is the same reason. They come and tell me something. They say, no, no, there are a lot of things that say such things. We just, we just say, doesn't say such things. It's not as you yeah, 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 just yeah, spiritual. spirituality is about, about learning the things of the Spirit. Learning the things of Christ. That's what it's about. It's not, I'm, I'm, I'm able to skip Christ, skip, Christ, skip, Christ, skip Christ. No, that's not what it is. Keep on praying. Praying that the Holy Spirit will open your eyes and keep on studying the Scriptures. You become spiritual like that. Many of you don't see visions because they are not necessary. I'm not joking about that. In fact, there's a work on, something I'm working on now, titled why not visions? Because after meditating, the Lord helped me to understand it. Why not visions? God doesn't show too many visions because they're not necessary. Where you will get to, you will get to if you walk by the precepts releasing to you on a daily basis. Now, so why I say all of this? Praying is also a form of spirituality. And what would learn the things about prayer? So that I was trying to bring out something. That's why I went to do that, if you remember. So I said this. That learn some things. One point I was making is that prayer is not the way by which we persuade a reluctant God. It's not a way by which we beg him and keep begging him until we wear him out. That's why I said that, look, those parables, you have to understand they are shadows. So understand the things that are really like God in them. The emphasis the Lord Jesus was giving is there will be delay sometimes. Don't because of delay, give up. Persist in prayer, not so as to change the mind of God. That's where I was going. Not so as to change the mind of God. You persist in prayer so as to remove the hindrances. So as to identify the reason for the delay. Which is never with him. Ever. It's always on our side. When I say our side, it may not be you. It may be around you. A man came to Jesus for healing. Jesus took him out of the village. The small town they were in. Why? Well, I said, the unbelief here is so strong. You can't get healed here. I hope you're getting my point. So the delay sometimes. That's how it works. God solves the delays different ways. But you persist in prayer because you know that he is faithful. He is good. Eventually, will have made the road open for him to be able to do what he wants to do. We live in our country. And let me say this. I know I want to digress to the matter of Nigeria. When I get there, I get stuck for a long time. I don't care. All right? This country has been given to us. God said, look, man of God, I have given it to you and your people. This is the man of God I'm talking to.
1: <laughs>
0: so he says, I have given the country to you and your brethren. And I'm giving it down to you, everybody, listen to me. If you are a Nigerian or you have chosen Nigeria as a place of abode, like Pyaltin did, you want to hear the word of God, see that landmass, this landmass, he gave it to us. He gave it to you and to me. It's our own. If you have a plot of land somewhere, you bought it like six years ago, you've not been there in a while. Okay, then you get there today. Somebody's laying foundation there. And the person is a thug. He's a chief thug. He has four thugs around there. You have your certificate of occupancy. Don't you just say, hey, this land is dangerous. Then you run away. No. You don't do that. Sometimes that thug is in power. Maybe he's a, he's a very powerful politician. you bid your time. What do you just do, you immediately go to court and file your case and keep away. Just be praying that you continue to build.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Because you know, one day it's going to happen. It happened to one man in Portugal like that. His land was taken by the head of state, a military head of state, the family. Just for those who don't know, you have to fight the case in a particular period. Because if you don't, because <laughs> they take your life 20 years later you say, "Come and do what." So he filed this case. It was in court, but because the military head of state was in power and he was the one that took it, there was nothing he could do. But the case was in court. And then, okay. before that, they built a massive building there. How, who remembers how many floors? The place has like 7 or 11 floors. Not a small house. They built one big house there. And then one day, that head of state left power. But the case was still in court. Then one day, a judge ruled. Appeal court ruled. Supreme Court ruled. And said the land belongs to him. So he came... Collected the land and everything on it. No, the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Instant multi millionaire. In Some people are very nice. They will just go to the family and say, Here's my land. Come and remove your building. They say, Well, how far now? They say, All right, don't worry. Just bring 200 million. Let's not quarrel. Yeah, people do. But then, by law, they collect it. Now, what am I going to say? See, that court process is called prayer. So God has given you this land. He said what? Fight for it. How do you fight? Oh, you're not going to take guns and hammer and cutlass. No, you go to the spiritual court. File your case. File your case. How do you know it's your own? You've just said it, the death is the Lord's. And the fullness thereof. We We are building the case gradually. You remind him of things like... You gave the boundaries of the nations according to the number of the sons of Israel. You are reminding him of it. You know, you keep on reminding him, ah, this one was where you gave me life from. This is my, you know, you are talking, you just keep every day. Let me say this part of the cause of the delay is that we ourselves are not fully persuaded. That's what the Bible calls full persuasion. Say, be Abraham, God had to bring him to the point of being fully persuaded. Many people are not fully persuaded. You cannot do that you are not fully persuaded concerning. God doesn't even... Because you are not ready. As far as it's concerned, you are not ready. When you are fully persuaded, when you are fully persuaded, you'll be amazed at what God can do. That full persuasion in itself is a cause of delay. That is lack of it. The lack of full persuasion. Some people are partially persuaded. That's why I told you, once you start doing... um, plan B, plan B, plan B. Your ability to pray in the matters of the nation is reduced. It's reduced. It's reduced. So using that hypothetical plot of land as yours, you don't let it go just because somebody built on it. You lay claim to what is yours. And that's what God did with the people of Israel. He told them, listen, this is the land I'm giving you. Now come out of Egypt, come and possess the land. He said, there are giants in the land. God said, I know. But there are fine houses in the land. And I said to you, you will live in the houses you did not build. There are giants in the land. Yes, they had to do construction. Now, who wants to do that construction? I need powerful people. They build vineyards. They build orchards. They built beautiful buildings. Build walls. Don't worry. I will give all of it to you. But instead of them to see the presence of the giants as a blessing, people who have labored before they came so that they can inherit according to the promise of God, they saw it as a problem that should make them go back to Egypt. And God got angry and killed everybody in the wilderness. I'm giving the word of the Lord again. This land he has given to you. Amen. So he said, just fight for it. Just fight. You have to fight for it. Christian fight is spiritual. The fight of believers is what? Spiritual. It's spiritual. So what we are doing in all this teaching is arming believers with the right weapons. Men ought always to pray and not get tired. Because there will be reasons to get tired of praying. There will be reasons to get tired or pray. For certain reasons, I'm convinced. Look, land is important to God. When I say land is important to God, I don't mean that go and buy land and hold. That's not what I mean. I mean once God says, "Listen, this is a nation. I carved it out. There's a reason why." So there are things I, of course, we said many times. Don't speak against God. Don't, don't speak against the Lord. Don't say cut it. You are giving portion a portion of your inheritance. He knows what he wants to do with it. He has just giving you an assignment. He say, cultivate and keep it. Guard it and keep it. So, giants take a portion of it. Don't worry. It's a matter of time. Their strong man will soon leave, leave power. I mean, using the example I gave earlier. Alright? The principality, you know, the prince of the power of the air in that area will soon be dethroned. Like in Hagen said, the Lord told him, "Say, look, don't worry about those big demons. I will handle them. If I told us that Kennedy was teaching, he said, listen, people say that they cast down the spiritual work. He said, you can't. He said, it's not within your powers. Yeah. That The Lord told him that, don't worry. You do the way you're supposed to do. I will take care of those ones. Daniel never rebukes the prince of Persia. But when the prayer had reached the correct crescendo, thank you, when the prayer had reached the correct, had accomplished certain things, God released Michael to go and help. I know because that's another issue. And I said, you're not trying to persuade God. The delay always has a reason. So if you hear that it took three weeks, 21 days, before the angel came and helped the other angel. Before Michael came, there is a specific reason. It's not as if God is so busy. say, oh, what's the name of the angel he said? Did they tell us the name of the angel he said? Okay. But let us assume, give me a name, Creone. All right? I know Creone because I met him somewhere before. <laughs> that's a joke. It's a book. It's a book I read, Angels and Assignment, by uh, Roland Bock. So the name of an angel is Creone. So Creone, let's just borrow your name in case you're around you're listening to this. It uh, may not be you, but there's nothing wrong with your name being Creone, all right? So I assume it's Creone. It's not God. Sir, Jesus was so busy or the, the Father was so busy in heaven. He said, oh, wait, has Creone reached um, Daniel? He said, no, sir. What's going on? And uh, he sent a signal that there's a problem on the way. We put the memo on your table, since. Oh,
1: God, I forgot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that didn't happen. God cannot be saying, oh, what was I doing? What was I thinking? How is it now? Did I kill him yet? No, 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 he's still alive. He's still alive. Money to hold them off. Oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Michael, are you free? Say, yes, sir. Do you think i handle them? I can. Okay, please go and help him. No, that didn't happen. It didn't happen. It did not happen. If you understand heaven, they don't even count time. The way we do. No. It's events. It's accomplishment of spiritual issues. That's what they're counting. So as I went left, Michael was on standby waiting for the signal. And my conviction is that the signal came when Daniel... Got to a particular point in his prayer. The first prayer, the angel moved. But God knew that he wouldn't get through. And he said, Daniel, you wait. A statement will be made by um, Daniel. Sorry, God said to Michael, "That's it, Daniel or Michael? I said, Daniel, okay. God said to Michael, you wait. Be on standby. A statement will be made by Daniel. Once he makes that statement, you will see fire begin to erupt in this area. At that moment, go in and let him go in. So Daniel, Michael was waiting. And then I kept on praying. He was persistent in prayer. And that's what happens. God keeps on giving you instructions, you know. One of the things he does is that he will help you to repent of some things. Change your mind about some issues. And these are the things he wants to accomplish. That's what I want to teach in what I call, why not visions? He wants to accomplish some things deliberately in your life. Sometimes you say, "Okay, you have to confess and repent of something that happened 20 years ago." We look like it's a small thing. And God say, "Well, in itself, it's small. However, it has to be repented of and wiped out because there's no time in the realm of the spirit, even though it's long ago. The effect is still in your life because the strong, the 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 I don't know stronghold, the mindset." Okay, same thing like strong in that regard anyway. But the mindset is still there and it is hindering things today. So it's that mindset I want to kill. So that repentance, it's not as if I have not forgiven you. But the mindset has to be removed. And the only thing I can use to show it is this experience you had 20 years ago. Something you did you have not yet forgo- forgotten. and like you have not yet repented of. And it says, only I acknowledge your iniquity. So it's not as if, okay, let me now go back home. Just acknowledge. So that acknowledging, it looks like a trivial thing to an average person, but to the Lord. It's a strong correction in your soul that has been accomplished. Then when enough of that has been done, boom, that fire erupts. And Michael says, hey, that is my signal. And he goes and says, who's talking here? Who's causing trouble in this place? I don't think the angels, you know, people don't understand. You think in spiritual realm, angels are wrestling. <laughs> that one, uh, Frank Peretti. I hope you're getting my point. No, in real life, you no know, power past power. When Michael goes there and says, by the authority of the Lord, out of the way, everybody moves. Mm-hmm. It's the level of authority it comes with that shifts those people. It's not the hair. When you, now, you know, it's Frank Peretti that you. Yeah, come, come. <laughs> no, 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 no. Those guys wield authority. That's, it's the authority they wield, that's their own fight. So there's no risk of you killing Michael. It doesn't exist. There's, an author, there's a level of authority he carries with him. Spiritual beings are not—they are, are not stupid though. They see what many of us don't see. I don't know why you might thats why Christians be afraid of witch. Now, must say this fear of witch is not necessary. The witch understands because he studies this spiritual thing. Now you—you—you you, you spend all the time on Facebook and watching. My, I hope you know there is nothing to learn. All that, those matches you've been watching, you learn nothing. You know, the people you call witches you know what they are doing. They are reading their books. They are reading their books, they are offering their sacrifices. You are yeah, there, you are watching Manchester United. And the witches know what they go and arrange, they bless you with bigger screen.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they'll donate it. The, uh, that guy, give us a television. You know we'll go to church again. They will just go. Your television before was 32 inches. inch. They will look They want to just get breaks. You don't know it's, it's, it's engineered by Amo the witches in the neighborhood. Just arrange, just do need one, 142 inch for you. You are very happy. And once you are getting tired, they come, 60 inch. And finally, they go and get you one high level projector. And just, you know of course, by that time, you leave your sitting room. You're not sitting outside your compound. All the neighborhood guys come <laughs> and be watching with you. You don't know what they are doing to you. They are making sure you don't have sense. <laughs> Meanwhile, while you are doing all of that, they are reading their books. They are offering the right sacrifices. That's what makes this witch is powerful. Because they don't have... See, I pray you understand. They don't have anything to shoot. All those ones we watch is own movie. It's own movie. If you read your own book, which is the Word of God, and you understood your position in Christ, and you understood that your life is hidden in with Christ in God, and you understand simple things like greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world, and you just appreciate little, not little, little things of being seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, far above principalities and powers and every name that is named, you know, just little things like that, the prince of this world is coming, he has nothing in me, you know, just little, little, you know, he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High, shall I that the shadow of the Almighty, just little things like that, not too much you. Oh. See, like primary, this is GS3, right? Yeah, this is GS3. Or is it not primary school Christianity? No, so it's not very, it's not advanced level yet. You just understand those little things. You now summarize the course. So what's the summary of this lecture? There is no enchantment against Jacob and no divination that works against Israel. Good. Then you go and sleep. And when I say, tie this one at your door, no witch can pass. So you say, what if I don't tie it? Do they pass through the door, sir? So I okay, thank you for the one for the door. What do about the one for the roof? Because some witches are here. They fly in through the roof. So okay, I can give you a mosquito net.
1: <laughs>
0: so okay. what if I want to go and pee at night and I come? So, sir, it's not necessary. Don't worry. they don't See, I'm talking about authority. That's how fight is in the realm of the spirit. That's how fight is. Spiritual fight is what I've just described for you. You know, I grew up in Western Nigeria. Well, maybe there's a bit of bias. But I think in Nigeria, hmm, by culture, those are the most spiritual people. I just think so. Like I told you, I may be wrong. Maybe may be because I know their culture a lot. It may be. It's possible. And if you think you have better information, please see me, my corner there at the end, and give it to me. But having been around Nigeria a bit and read some things, I have realized that huh, as a group, that they were the most spiritual. And my reason is because of um, my knowledge of um, the Ifa priests, the things they did, and then when we were young, we used to watch fights, spiritual fights in our dramas. You know, when we were very small, you know, there were no TVs, there were no video cassette players everywhere at that time. Some of you don't understand what I'm talking about. When you were born... They gave you a DVD as a burning present. What is the first birthday is called what? The zeroth birthday, not even number one. As they born you like this, they don't give you DVD presents. So you don't understand what I'm saying. Some of you were, DVDs were invented before you were born. Anybody like that in this house? Pastor, you look really young. Could you be one of those people? <laughs> By the time I was in secondary school, in our whole estate, there was only one house that had a video cassette player. So all the children went there. After some time, another of our neighbors' closer I got one. Video cassette player. Before that time, to watch television, it's 4 o'clock to 12 midnight. Taste by Moonlight was like 5. 4.35. <laughs> we uh, used to watch Martini on Sundays. Love Boat, Sunday morning. Of course, Sesame Street, Taste by Moonlight... That's why we need the dia. Yeah, you get my point. People like that. Exactly.
1: You
0: know? Everybody needs his own time. My father's time was 9 o'clock. Network news. Which he never finished watching up my whole life. <laughs> we start by 9. We tell him by 8 30, he has slept off. So he tell you to wake him up by 9. 9 o'clock he wake him up. He's sitting in front of the television. He wake, uh-huh. At 9.20 has gone back to where he came from. So a lot of the dramas we watched earlier were stage dramas. That's where I'm going. There were cinemas in town. Ogunde, those about Ogunde did these um, witchcraft movies that they took around the country. But everybody had to go to a cinema to go and watch them. Okay. All them um, Baba and could we watched a lot in the Western, Niger- in Western Nigeria. You know, was I seen on TV later? They were drama stage people. That's what they did. Was stage. When TV now, of course. Now so the whole TV is four to twelve. If you remember when they showed up, those lines, that line will be on for some time. And they are warming up up things in the transmitting station. Now, so, (laughs) the young people don't understand what we're talking about. They don't. You know what they watch these days? eh? it's, it's, It's plenty. In my house at the time, you see people are watching four different things, and the TV is not even on. Yeah, the TV is not even on, because the TV, somebody is playing PS something on it. But watching on a phone, the other is watching on a tab. My daughter has this uh, on her laptop. And of course, what is it? I downloaded something from Netflix, you know. Ah! I me, mean, I don't pay all these uh, you know, people, those people. I don't even pay them again. And the thing I don't even care. They have the place, the thing is plenty. you watch watching when you want it. My want to watch my hammer house of horror and they to stay up. Did you ever do this one? You wash your face, tired, they fall asleep five minutes before they start. And even with my family, on, this to be funny. You will not leave you there and all go into the room to go and sleep. You now wake up all by yourself at 3 a.m., look at the television, it's already off, and you're like, I'm going to kill
1: someone.
0: <laughs> What's spending is the amount of time you wash your face. <laughs> no, that is good. <laughs> anyway, that, that's an aside we just discussed. Now, the, what happened to the whole story? Is that, so, when I was in secondary school, this drama we used to come to our school a lot. I was in boarding house. So, we had nights at which they would have booked to the school, they come to the stage and act. So, because I grew up in Western Nigeria, a lot of the dramas, even the ones that came to TV, they used to have a lot of spiritual fight, a lot of spiritual fight. In fact, almost most of them ended. You know, you know, you watched the Mission Impossible. But the last scene is always a fight between Tom Cruise and then whoever the chief bad guy is. It's usually like that. Even James Bond, there has to be one cataclysmic fight at the end, just like Armageddon at the end of. <laughs> In those dramas, the last fight was always a spiritual battle. Now, why am I telling the whole story? 99% of that scene was words. You say what? Words? Uh, yes, I mean. They didn't touch each other. They arrived to talk. The person will come all gagged up, you know, cowrie, 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 the head is nothing. He has feather here, feather like that lawyer that goes to court these days. <laughs> you <know> that man. <laughs> they have everything, everything. If I remember, father, he does this. Not father, you know, some of you know father, the original father, the senior father. He will arrive with his uh, those horns. He has a lot of them, different sizes. So they speak into those things. But the point is, they spoke. They will pick one. Say ah, because say, let me just use words you can understand, okay? Say tiger, have you come? That was a, yes. My grandfather was a tiger. My mother was a tiger. They, that is, they will be dancing and dancing, but they never touch each other. His words. Ah, it used to be sweet. Our classmates, they are cool. They had everything in their heads. And they, you know, what they call Udwifa, those boys have everything in their heads. They will be releasing it, giving incantations, telling you this, telling you that. The problem i to emphasize is that it was just a battle of what? Words. Then, when one person will finish giving all the words, that person will look at her and laugh and say, You forgot something. He said, If you had remembered, when you said it, you'll have known that this was supposed to be this, then you'll start his own again. Punctuating holes in all the arguments you have. There are spiritual fights. There's mm-hmm. yeah, that guy who burst into laughter. He said, I never forgot. What I remember was my grandfather went to the tree and he said this, and the tree told him this, and he told him that. And him that. I was not quoting the tree told to the grandfather. And I said, Yes. <laughs> oh, me <ruby> that. <laughs> <laughs> then finally, somebody will lose because the most powerful words have been spoken and he has no reply. Mm-hmm. We thought it was drama. When we began to understand the things of God, we laughed at them. The more we understood more, we went back and said, man, this boy has understood something. We now realized that, ah, in the beginning was the word. That no, you can't win without having the word. <laughs> no, that you cannot win without having the word. And when Satan wants to win, he steals what? The word. Has God really said? That's where he goes. That's where he goes. Has God really said? Has God really said? He didn't say so. That's it. Once he casts doubt on your knowledge of the word, that's where he wins. That's his own battle strategy. See, everything you see in the Bible, a sword and all of that, go and check it. The sword is a physical manifestation of the word. Read Revelation, Jesus was being described. From his mouth, what was coming out? His sword. And we know it's the word. So bear it in mind. That's how spiritual things work. Now I was saying that we should get our spiritual thoughts right. Now, that's how I was discussing. First, we are not trying to talk to a God. We are not dealing with a God who is reluctant. No. There are reasons for delay. We persist in prayer while we iron out the reasons for that delay. That's what happens. I said, Daniel suffered delay. The Michael came to help the angel that was sent. Not because God overlooked the need, but because he understood that the point would come where Daniel will utter the right words. And Daniel has to be in the place of prayer while he learns the right words to speak. And that's why a Christian, you can't pray without the Holy Spirit helping. It's just not possible. You can be just wasting your time praying about things that don't matter. And that's why you you can't afford to be drunk with social media. You have to be drunk with the Spirit, which you have already established. Let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly. What causes the delay? Sometimes lack of knowledge of the correct words. What causes the delay? is lack of... Because you see, let me talk about sin for a moment. Sin has two sides to it. It comes because, well, there was a sin in the Bible. It means the action. It also means the nature. It also means the consequences. And also means the sacrifice. All right, Those different words, sins are. Those four things. If you read the, especially the law and the prophets, all those things are used, the word sin used to describe all of them, okay? Now, what I want to talk about now is the consequences, all right? Sin has two kinds of consequences. There's one in which God is angry, he has been offended, and because he's just, he has to apply the appropriate discipline, judgment, the retribution. Thank you. He has to apply the appropriate retribution, what the Bible calls a just recompense or reward for disobedience. He has to apply it, all right? But that's less important, actually, for the life of the believer than the other one. What's the other effect of sin? The other effect of sin is the incapacitation it brings into the life of the Christian. So even if God says, don't worry about it, you will still be suffering. Because says, I won't punish you for it, you will still be suffering. Because it's not punishment now. It's just spiritual incapacitation that has been brought in. For example, sin weakens your ability to believe. Yes, it does. It does. And I'm not talking about condemnation now. It's about this ability. Something inside to be able to hold on to God. Sin removes it. So when God is forgiving sin, actually, He's doing a lot of damage control, repair. It's not just, don't worry about it. You see, let me take a moment, okay, and explain a particular principle. Like we said, how you, oh, I'm turning, <laughs> I'm turning to spiritual doctors so you can reason spiritually. Yes. This is six years training I was telling you about. You still go for internship. <laughs> what I want to digress into, okay? I was explaining the fact that sin has some consequences that are not actually like retribution or punishment. They are just the effect. For example, if I give my, my son now, I say, okay, um, when it's two o'clock, take this uh, okay, let's say, I assume that me and him, we, we go somewhere. It happens sometimes, maybe one of my kids is with me, and I say, all right, I, I I'll be busy. Now, take this $1,000, go into the mall, buy yourself a drink, you understand? Buy yourself a meat pie or something. I said, daddy, thank you very much. And I go about my business. So me and him, maybe we travel together. So I parked in the mall, so he enters the mall. I said, but so I'm going to be a while, so don't bother to buy that till next one now so that you won't be too hungry. I know you wait not too long ago. And he says, okay. And then somebody now comes and say, try your luck, try your luck, try your luck. I can double your money. So what do you need to do: blow this piece of paper into this bottle. If you put one thousand there, you can blow the paper into the bottle. I give you five thousand. And the boy reasons that, well, even though daddy said I shouldn't gamble, five thousand is always better than one thousand. And all I need to do is blow this piece of paper into this bottle, and I get five thousand. Not know, to the young mind, is he, is it hard? Have you ever tried to blow blow paper into a bottle? When we were young, they used to deceive children. You can never blow it. The laws of physics do not allow it to ever happen. If you blow it one million times, it will come out one million times. It never enters the bottle. It's called fluid movement. It can never. But when you're a child, you don't know. You will not know now. You wrap one small piece of paper, (laughs) you put it in the mouth, and say, blow it inside. Before you blow it, no, bring 15 (laughs) naira. You blow. People say, no, you didn't try. Think, ah, no. You keep on 50-50 at the end of 10 days. Bet you don't finish your destiny. That's <laughs> very <Yeah, yeah, yeah. laughs> <It goes. laughs> So let us assume that my son now, contrary to all the teachings I've given him on gambling, he decides to go and blow. And then, of course, he loses his money in a few installments. He does it five times. His money is gone. When I come back, will I be angry with him? No, answer me. Will I be angry with him? Yes, I was supposed to eat at two o'clock. Assume I came back at six. Did I punish him from two to six? Will he be hungry from two to six? Yes. Even if I say, okay, forget it, I'm forgiving you, will he still be hungry? Yes. And if you know the kind of person I am, I'm not like his mother. We well, are going to drive back home and I won't buy anything on the way. And if we get back home at ten o'clock, will he be hungry on the way to ten o'clock ten o'clock? Yes. Was I punishing him? Why was he hungry for hours? Because of disobedience. Disobedience. If I said, when I get home, I am going to ground you. No play, no football, nothing. You are going to clear the compound for two weeks. That is punishment. But that hunger from 2 o'clock till 10 p.m., you know, that was what disobedience did to him directly. That's how life is. When we sin against God, those are the two things. Many times he said, "Okay, leave it now." When is just leave it like this. You will still be hungry for ten hours. Why? Because the money he gave you was supposed to cover that period to feed you. He said, "No, I'm not going to punish you again." I hope I get my point. That's when he truly forgives. He has to cleanse because if he doesn't, you will suffer the consequences, even if he did not. Lightly apply something. Please, I hope you are getting my point. So that is why those who like to say that, "Eh, my sin cannot take me to hell, don't worry. You will be in hell on earth. You will suspend all the, you see, because God never, never, ever blesses disobedience. He does not always punish it, but he never blesses it. There are times, okay, you want to be gambling with your money, there's no problem. But poverty, you you will enjoy you, you, that, is, that poverty will stay with you. Be Bank, I'm not shaved by my works. I cannot be condemned by my work. But spiritually, you will be poor perpetually. You can be again with me. Oh. Because look, the banker you are with, I'm blessing him. He prays every day. I hear him. Better listen to him. Like Benima will say, follow who no road. People who you are listening to, they cannot furnish you any good. They are hitting the hearts of the daughters of my people slightly by saying peace, peace, when there is no peace. I keep warning people, you can't be believing wrong doctrines and you think you can get away with it. You will not. I had a flash of understanding a few days. I'm still working on it. I think the Lord wants me to handle that. So said there are people who are dead while they are alive. You never heard me say that before. And many people are working with false doctrines. That's what they are doing. They are dead while they are alive. And somebody keeps lying to them, no, you ain't dead, you ain't dead, man, you're straight <laughs> back. So, boy, this your iniquity is killing you. You can be arguing, but it is killing you. You can be arguing with the people who are preaching that that's not how grace works, that grace, saving grace, is enabling grace, enablement to depart from sin. He said, no, I cannot be condemned by my work. So, you sit in the works of darkness. You are experiencing death while you are living. I want to explain something. I want to take a digression. I'm not taking it here too. Let's not get to digression. Sometimes when people sin and God forgives them, they continue to suffer and that's what God calls the oppression of Satan. What is oppression? Any suffering for sin that any child of God experiences after he has been forgiven, it causes oppression. Those were the people that Jesus came to heal. Those who are still in their sins did not heal anybody. None. None. There was none healed. They couldn't be healed. Why? How do you heal somebody who has not repented? Those who healed were baptized by John. You see what I said? They were baptized by John. But John could not deliver them. But at least the punishment was removed. But they were still suffering. So Jesus now came to heal them of all oppressions of the devil. He healed all those who were oppressed by the devil. That's what he told uh, Peter told them in the house of Cornelius. Do you remember? Yes. Now remember he saying? when we pray, what are we doing? One, we are removing hindrances. Two, we are working on all oppressions. And the only way you can know something is an oppression is when you have information. Without the information, don't know what's oppression. Okay. Yeah. 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 Only information tells you what is oppression. Again, Can I digress again? Don't let anybody be preaching lying doctrines to you. Like I said, people say that the age of miracles is past. If you believe that, you'll never see a miracle. You'll be forgiven, but you remain under oppression. People are held in bondage because they've not come to the full persuasion that there is the power of God to solve problems today. If are the whole denomination, these are our brethren, they call themselves Jehovah's Witnesses. Their teaching is please don't expect God to do anything for you. It's not an insult, they say it all the time. They don't believe you should pray that God should stop the rain. They don't believe you are sick, you should ask God to heal you. They say, You're going to see the doctor. And they say, If the doctor wants to transfuse you, don't go there. Ah, what are you saying? Make up your mind. And that God transitions me, but the doctor does the transition. But they say none of the above. There's a book you can get kicked out of the kingdom. The couple, they were kicked out because they prayed for their child that was born with a disability and the child was healed. And when they testified, they said it has to be the devil. I said, how can the devil do this kind of good thing? The book is titled, Kicked Out of the Kingdom. Even if you have not received the miracle, don't let anybody preach to you that it doesn't happen. I hope you are getting my point. Yes, why, when prayer is delayed, that's, you know we are talking about delay now. These are the reasons why it's delayed. One of them, God has to build you to the point of full persuasion. Like I've already established, I don't think you are convincing a God who is reluctant. No. Not at all. The delay is never on his side. A lot of things that will cause delay is wrong thoughts, wrong concepts. Like I want you to do the matter of sin. Sins that we have not repented of. Because of, of them, we are not able to to pull the power of the spirit to believe. Because you can't believe by common sense. No, believing is not a common sense thing. It's not when you calculate it in our joints. If God does not give you the spirit of faith, no matter how much you calculate, at the end of the day, you'll be more confused than when you started. As a rule, faith is supplied by the spirit. So sin hinders that supply of the spirit. That's why I give that illustration. It's not as if God wants to punish somebody. Sometimes, no. It's just like because look, you've gambled away your money. Now you're going to be hungry. You are hungry for faith. So how do such things happen? You now crawl to God, to have mercy upon me. It's mercy. It's the second dimension of mercy. Now that's okay. Take this other one thousand naira and don't gamble it away again. Sometimes it takes you a while to get to that point, because sometimes people, <laughs> you know, human beings are very stubborn. Human beings are very, very stubborn. Oh God. They are very stubborn. For God to persuade them to say sorry. You know something? That's all God wants. God just say, okay, see. Just say, I'm sorry. They say, God, if I'm going to say sorry, I'll say sorry now. But you understand that that kind of thing. Okay, sorry. Say sorry you want me to say. Sorry. hope God, that doesn't count. What it calls sorry is not the word sorry really. It's acknowledgement that this was wrong. Just to so acknowledge it. You It appears simple. You know, Many times it takes people my God, especially when their error is founded on the wrong doctrine. That's the most dangerous error. Sometimes God will send people to correct you, you know, go agree. Send another person, okay, so leave and made the suffer go. A lot of people who are have experience we've had, who have believed things that are not true. If you see what they went through for God to correct them, there are times you look and say, No, God, <laughs> please, 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 send me teachers. I need people. You, you know what, what Eli will say to Jew. Only if there's an intercessor to correct a man concerning that which he has done wrong. To get somebody to the point of accepting that I was wrong, you think it's simple. It can be hard. It's about the problem we have in Nigeria now. People just don't believe that the problem, this thing is the head of state. This thing is, uh, what do call it? Somebody told me that uh, yeah, PDP has not done us any good. They ruled for eight years. Uh, labor, uh, what they call the other one? APC. He said, what will now the Labour Party say? But the, the Labour Party man just came out of PDP three weeks ago. That's true. <laughs> why are you deceiving me? He was running for president under PDP now. When they said no, now he comes and say I'm not getting into the share dollar. If you know what I'm going to say. So why are you not telling me that uh, one party didn't help you? You make you look like uh, you invented something new. I tell Nigeria, you are begging for trouble. You think you will elect a, a leader that will change the country. It will not happen. You had better pray for revival. Because the problem is not Moses. The problem is the Israelites. You are looking to enter the promised land. You are blaming Moses. There are many Moseses that have ruled in Asso Rock. They wanted to pull onto the promised land. He said, let's go now. She said, no, we are not able. We will vote out this party. Change is what we need. Okay, okay, good Lord. Okay, have your change. That's what we I mean. and no. But this is a change we voted for. God There, as long as you thinking Moses has the problem, you will not smell the promised land. You know how God solved their problem? He killed everybody. He, God, please, eh? be cool Don't <laughs> kill everybody. Yeah. No, we will repent. No, we promise, repent. Said, we promise to repent. We
1: promise to repent. No, because
0: that is only, see, that is God's solution. I took you out of the promised land in Egypt. I gave you Moses to take into to the promised land. Moses could not. Good leader. Meekest of. Ah, meekest. You know when God calls you meek, you must be meek. That's true. Yeah. Then when God says of all the men, you are the meekest. We're well, just, by the way, again, another digression. You Nobody know calls him meek. You are not meek when you don't have power. Weak and meek are not, too dis- they are not the same thing. <laughs> Somebody said, you, you are telling me to police policeman, I'm a very big man. How can you not be me? When police get gone, you don't get anything. You get law on his side, you get gone, you get muscle, you get slap, you get condo. You sit in your car and you say, You are meek. You're not meek.
1: <laughs>
0: you can be humble, but you're not meek. <laughs> For somebody to be meek, you have to have power. You have to have power on yourself. Moses had power. Power that he could use. He could use to bless. And he used it many times to bless them. Part the Red Sea. Give them manna from heaven. Give them water when they couldn't have water. Give them a shade I don't, again from the sun during the day. Fire to warm them and light their way during the night. Ah, Yet, yet, they could not enter the promised land. Let me tell you something about human beings. As a rule as a race of people, human beings are very useless. <laughs> only Jesus can say, <laughs> only Jesus can say, hallelujah. Yeah. That is not a lie. Human beings, without Jesus, they are nothing. <laughs> human beings. How many we know Winston Churchill? I know it's not your personal friend. I mean, you've heard of Winston Churchill. Who was he? British Prime Minister, when?
1: During World,
0: War. During World War II. Thank you. Now, if you want to mention one man that World War II, on the positive side, his name is always number one. Before you remember his American ally, you remember him. The guy moved. I mean, America was not really being bombed those days. It was later on Pearl Harbor, one bombing, that was it. London was being pummeled every night. The British Prime Minister he mobilized the country, charged everybody, made them wake up. I mean, there are certain statements he made that time that have still being quoted till today. The speeches he made, beautiful speech writers that were working with him. Will you believe he lost the first election after the war? Can you believe that? The man who God used to deliver them from Adolf Hitler. The first election after the war, he lost. The day I found out, if I were him, I would die of heart, heart, heartbreak. Human beings, they came to Jesus, we'll make you king. Jesus said, me? You couldn't make Winston Churchill king for the next four years. <laughs> <laughs> I Believe me. <laughs> he says, who are you looking for? <laughs> I'm telling you, Winston Churchill lost, you know, When I read it, you know, I couldn't believe it. I thought, okay, at least just reward him for for the labors of these past few years to fight against tyranny. He lost. That's how human beings are. That's how they are. So, if you think that uh, we just change leadership in this country, I'm not telling you to you know, come there. Anybody you like, you vote for. Vote based on the reasons that you are convinced about. But if you think it's the change of leadership that will change the country, it's not true. It is when all of us accept revival and we change. Because when we don't, God has no choice but to use the method he had used before. Wipe out a generation. You are not like it, but you know he's doing it all the time. Some of these Arab countries are feeling sorry for. God They don't worry. After now, they will believe. Yeah. God does watch, they're watching. Just be praying for them. When they are over, when you pray Jesus is Lord, they will shout, hallelujah. Ah. I thought you were Muslims. <laughs> I said, bros, we need, deliver, we need, sa- we need a Savior. Because they won't believe you when there's all this peace. I'll put commotion in the midst of them. They will look for a Savior. Then they will say, blessed is he that comes in the name of the Lord. That's the way it works. That is just the way it works. Well, let's go on with what we're explaining. You know, I take the aggressions here and there for, to keep us to general. So we're learning how things work, you no know, spirit, you know. Getting our thoughts right. God is not reluctant. I'm not trying to persuade him. He has released a blessing. That blessing is released. Sometimes it's slow in arriving. Why is he slow in arriving? It's because there are hindrances. Why do, I mean, what are the causes of the hindrances? They're always on our side. Never on his side. And the causes include things like wrong thoughts, wrong attitudes, lack of preparation. Sometimes in a place of prayer, God starts preparing you for the thing you're asking him for. Part of the causes is what? Unforgiving, or Sorry, un, let me use the word, uncorrected iniquity in the heart. And I emphasize the fact that God may not be punishing the sin, but iniquity is incapacitation to believe in. Because when faith is not present in the heart, you cannot pull that blessing down onto the earth. If faith is not present in the heart, you cannot pull that blessing down onto the earth. I emphasized it, I'm just trying to put them, because I've said many things so that we don't lose our, our train, or thoughts. I emphasise many things. Don't think that ah, um, God is angry. You no, know, you know, sin is not just about divine anger. You expose yourself to what the Bible calls oppression of the devil, which means even when God has forgiven, you will not have the ability to walk in the freedom that he has granted. So sin held on in the heart, Keep somebody under oppression. That's the point we are making. It keeps you under oppression. So God takes time to persuade people just to acknowledge their iniquity. Which is why we now went to the issue of Nigeria. Many people are still looking for one big deal. No, only acknowledge your iniquity. Under digression. Please, and thank God for that. He doesn't need 200 million Nigerians to do that. doesn't even need everybody inside the church to do it. But it must have a critical mass. It must have a critical mass. And I want to give you the word of the Lord. Sometimes, God, what God is saying, not sometimes, what God is even saying to that critical mass today, just just remove your eyes from the cause you have believed. Because what people keep on saying, have you heard before? No, no, you've heard many. I don't want to say no. I don't want to pick one particular one. People keep on saying, where, where Nigeria's country, Nigeria's place, from? I'll give you about 10 examples. Okay, 10 will take a lot of time. Let's just say like five. the problem in Nigeria was that. Lord Lugard joined Northern and Southern protectorates and made them one country. That's one of the iniquities in the heart that's not allowing God to bless people. Nigeria's problem started that time when Awo and Zik initially wanted to make an agreement, but then Zik and you know, that story her, and then Abdaffar Balewa came. If they are known that time. You hook it there. That's where it's there from. I say continue. What happened is that there has not been racial justice in this country because there has not been a truth and reconciliation committee after the civil war. Who will have not done the atrocities done by which parties? no uh, that's the product there from. Uh, how many have I given now? Three. Three. Okay, good. Good. Find me some more because some of these stupid things we do all the time. Uh-huh. So what we need in this country? There's only just one thing we need: restructuring. We need to be a true federalism. A real federalism does not function without the river Niger and river Benue being flowing You know, Because it's also the problem is that the constitution we use right now <laughs> it, was us it was given to us by the military. There was no time that they called... Is it a constitution supposed to be with the people. <laughs> because they continue, continue just continue. They say, if you are not careful, you will see all of these things. Your children will come, start them again. So the Lord says to the remnant, stop. In fact, one man said he saw prophecy. I saw the book. The book book was the first book I heard. I saw some of these prophecies of Pai So I rushed to get the book. One of our brothers got it for me. I read the first chapter. I threw the book away. What was the reason? I'll tell you. The man said, he just took one scripture and threw it as as I was concerned. The foundation of Nigeria was laid by witches and wizards that met at the bottom of the Atlantic. Lord Lugard was in that meeting.
1: <laughs>
0: Queen, Elizabeth, no, uh, Queen Victoria, What's was her father's name? Who knows history? Queen, uh, King George or whatever. Anyway, who was the queen or king when they did Nigeria amalgamation mission? Was it Victoria? Or the father? Victoria's father. Oh, Victoria's father. Yeah. They said, they one to sent Emissary. they met at the bottom of the Atlantic, I think among the seaweeds, and all the Moloft. <laughs> and they now had meeting there. That's why all these Calabar people, Nigeria, that's why they are not normal. Mommy water spirits came out of that meeting. <laughs> All oh, the aqua bomb Reverse people. How many people are from that side? All these people like my wife. People, okay, but these people, as I the men drink a lot,
1: <laughs>
0: it's mommy water effect. <laughs> Did they say mammy water? This <laughs> When we were young, the problem in life was mummy water. Yeah. But now they have a spirit husband and spirit wife. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is that another thing they have? For us, and when we were young, we had the, all these eggberries, eh, all those eh, things, we had those demons, all the abiku spirit, all those ones. As we're growing, go to university, there was no mummy water, so any fine girl you see, they look at with suspicion. That's why they call yellow. <laughs> ah, yeah, all these yellow CCs, all of you people, I'm looking at you with corner eyes. So enter the church and doing praise worship. You are looking whether you go manifest. <laughs> The Lord is good. <laughs> now, I think they are dealing with spirit husband and spirit wife. That's the one they are dealing with now. The Lord is good. So God is looking and saying, look, if you are still sitting on that. All right, I'm waiting. But all the Spirit is saying to the remnant, listen, it's not everybody. We are correcting certain people. We have to broadcast and teach and keep instructing until a critical mass amongst the remnant. We hear the truth. I say to you, the word of God, none of these things is the problem in this nation. Not one. The problem of this nation is not political. It's spiritual. Time will not allow me now to start explaining, but it has to do with God redeeming people from the domain of darkness. That domain of darkness is what the problem is. They have to come from under the domain of darkness and come into the kingdom of the dear son. So you need the people who have come out of the domain of darkness. You need them to come into the kingdom of the dear son. In reality. So amongst all the races of people, God selects people like that. And they are the ones that will literally possess the land. They don't possess the land these days with guns and bows and arrows. No. It's a spiritual possession. It's a spiritual possession. Yeah, it's absolutely spiritual. It's absolutely spiritual. And they possess things with their thoughts. They are regenerated thoughts. Their prayers, those things, those things literally radiate spiritual, a new spiritual aura in the environment. And indeed, they will possess the land. I don't know how, when it's going to happen, but as a matter of fact, it's not about calling it a Christian nation. It to be a Christian nation, but that's not what I want to talk about. What I want to say is that this whole nation will be dominated by Christ. Amen. Every corner. Okay, let me give you an example that it will not happen the time will come that it will never happen that somebody will be attacked or rejected because he's naming the name of Christ yeah, yeah that's what I'm telling you that's where God is going yeah, we're not saying that 100% of human beings will be saved or born again no, that's not what we're saying but we're saying that the authority of Christ will cover this whole land yes, Yes, it it will that's where he's going that's where he's going the instruction I came with today is simple. That the remnants should determine to possess the land. See, so let me say this to you all before I close. And that's the fact that, listen, you know I said something earlier. Okay, let's just read that scripture. I think it's First Timothy, chapter 5. The first epistle of Paul to Timothy, chapter 5. I want to bring in... A, 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 I will read that verse and then... It's one verse, but I will take it on verse 3. Then we'll go down to verse 6 and I will explain what I want to use it for. It says, honor widows who are widows indeed, but if any widow has children or grandchildren, they must first learn to practice piety in regard to their own family and to make some return to their parents, for this is acceptable in the sight of God. Now she who is a widow indeed and who has been left alone, has fixed her hope on God and continues in entreaties and prayers day and night. But she who gives herself to wanton pleasure, please listen to this, but she who gives herself to wanton pleasure is dead even while she lives. That's what I want to read. Now, you will see my application of this. Let me read verse 6 in NIV. NIV says, but the widow who lives for pleasure is dead even while she lives. Now, there's a reason why I read that, okay? It's an application. I said that to you earlier. A lot of people are dead even while they live. And what God calls people being dead even while they are alive, okay, is when people don't have a purpose for living. I hope you're getting my point. They are not following divine purpose. But what they call purpose for living is satisfying their comfort on the earth. I hope you're getting my point. Let me give you an example. A lot of Christians come to church, you know, they just come to learn to pray so they can get food. The aim of their prayer is what? Food. The aim of their prayer is build a house. The aim of their prayer is more money. The aim of their prayer is comfort. Even though they are coming to church, this is what God is saying. They are dead even while they are alive. I hope you're getting my point. Being alive, really, is working in the purpose of God for your life. That's true life. That is true life. I can give us one simple purpose. Just for now. all right? Of course, there are many things. You can say, Okay, Pastor Banky, what's your okay? My purpose is to teach the word of God and get the Christians to understand it. I can explain that. But let's pick one that's common to all of us now. We are praying for the, in our country. Abby. Okay? One thing that God has in mind is that the whole nation will come under the influence and the authority of Christ Jesus. So what does that mean? You must live for that. You can't live for any thing. No? You're not allowed. If I'm starting a business, that's the primary thing in my mind. If I'm starting a ministry, it must be, it must be in the center of it. It's not about... <laughs> I don't know why some young boys want to be bishops. I've seen all kinds of funny bishops. What do they have with this hair thing? They're not going to do their hair in a funny way, wear a very shiny suit. Is that what makes you a bishop? You now sit with a lot of respect, like just sit. This guy, they talk normally. When now be quiet, like. I don't know any of you follow Pastor Curry yesterday when he was teaching. You did? That ministers um, this thing. Yes, beautiful message. Yes, I think we should get the message and circulate it for ministers. He was addressing those things. That what is ministry about? That some, you know that, if I like the illustration he gave, he said some doctors, they don't take medicine. So said to them, medicine is what? A profession. He so you can't do ministry like that. That's it. This medicine, I don't believe in it, but I learned it in school. I will give you. If I say one day, called oh, one brother. I don't, I don't, it's not me. i don't think it's me. He <laughs> said, look, I'm asking you as a friend. Said, I told the person, "I'm asking you as a friend, not as a doctor. What do you think of this?" Is said the guy said, "Now forget, medicine (laughs) is crazy sometimes." Meanwhile, the guy was going to, you know, let's do the let's prescribe. Said, "Look, I'm talking to you as a friend, as a brother, not as a doctor." Now the guy just said, "Now let me just tell you the truth. This to me I know. (laughs) So, so I was trying to emphasize something that some people just practice some things as a profession. It's not their life. So yesterday he explained that he was talking to ministers that don't do ministry as a profession. Ministry must be your life. You don't say what you don't believe. You only say what you live by. I hope you're getting my point. It's very important. So I'm going somewhere. So even if it's ministry you are starting, your aim is that through this ministry the whole earth let's start with our nation. This nation will be filled with the authority of King Jesus, and you see, all the mighty men—not just mighty men—all the people in Israel, the soldiers, the men of war, all over the place—they came together with one purpose in mind to make David what king. Let me tell you what God is doing. You know, without faith, we don't have understanding. When Pastor Timothy was leading prayer earlier, I heard him say something. Then look, learn to interpret your life from, how did you say it again? You don't even know what you said. You are speaking about the anointing. <laughs> not your phone. I said it <laughs> Okay, I'll tell you what you said. Now, learn to interpret your life. Oh, what did you say now? I know the spirit, but I can't remember the exact, okay, let me say the one I, I will say. You have to learn to interpret your life, alright, from a spiritual angle. Let me explain. We're all in prison. You, you came to prison because you stole 2000 Generai or the Egyptian money. You came to jail because you are owing Egyptian money. Me, I came to prison. My name is Joseph because Ogas' wife lied against me, and Ogar is angry, and we're all in jail. You know, we're all in jail. Yes. Abi. Yes. Now, the fact that we are two hundred in our prison doesn't change the fact that Joseph came as a path of God to his destiny. I don't know whether you're getting my point. Yes. He's not the first slave. To, you know, he was kidnapped. Yes. It's a funny kidnap because it was his brethren. But he's kidnapped, not kidnapped. Mm. He was sold as a slave. It's we kept thing. I hope you know this was not the only slave they sold that day. I hope they used to have auction for slaves. That is America yeah. and Europe. They used to have these, they were auction slaves. They put to there. This guy is strong. He's only 19 years old. Look at his muscles. His father could outrun a horse. They would, no, that's how they used to sell slaves. That his father could have thrown a horse. The genes are in him. I'm telling you, this boy, they would describe the slave. So who will give me $10? Okay, do I have $15? Okay, I have $20. And the human being, they are selling. Let that thank God for Jesus Christ though. And those of you want to make yourself a slave because of money. Just remember what Jesus delivered you from. That's what they used to do. So Joseph was not the only person, that's just an aside. Joseph was not the only person. But does it change the fact? that the Lord sent him into Egypt. I don't know whether you're getting my point. Yeah, it doesn't change it. The Lord sent him into Egypt. So the Lord sent a man ahead of them. They, they hurt his feet, perhaps with fetters. They treated him like a regular slave. But do you know it was God that sent him to Egypt? He didn't come to Egypt as a normal slave. Now listen to this. Ah, please. Am I talking too much? Because I want to say another thing. That's the way spiritual things work. Hmm? You can connect with the purpose of God anytime before it's too late. One of that? there's a time in which you have, you are too late, okay? And nobody that's like that, that's here today. Nobody listening to me. I'm sure what I'm about to tell you, nobody listening to me today, 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 is in that group. Whether you are here, you are connecting remotely. Okay, so don't let any Satan come and deceive you. Okay? Even if you're not listening today, any day you are listening to this and you can understand what I'm saying, you're not in that group. I hope I get my point. Yes. Okay. So, before that time, which you are not in, that group, you can connect with and convert every event of your life into an arranged purpose. I don't know whether I get my point. See, yes, si. okay, Joseph was born by Jacob, that is his father. So, they had a covenant in their life. Okay, okay, just, just, Jacob was the son of Isaac who was a son of Abraham, who was a friend of God, who God made a covenant with. Thank you. The guy next door to him. His father is not even related to Ishmael, not to even talk about Isaac. I hope you're getting my point. Is nobody he came from one hill in Namibia and he landed in the same prison with this our Joseph. What I'm saying to you is this. If you go to that Namibian boy and you preach the gospel of Jesus to him and he believes And he begins to obey Jesus. Just will rewrite everything that brought him to that prison as if it was perfectly planned. That's what I'm going to explain. That's what it means to to be God. What looks random to you, wait till you give it to Jesus. (laughs) No, it reads to shout Babao. Yes. It looks random. Because I thought you were not born again now. Your father was not born again. They would have never heard of Psalm 23 until they were 19 years old. But now they had gone on three armed robbery raids. I hope you're getting my point. Yes. Huh? But you encounter this young man, you preach the gospel to him. You'll be amazed when Jesus will just open something for you. You'll see the first gang he joined. He was taken there by an angel. You'll see the day they were supposed to kill him and angel blocked the bullet. You'll be like, but sir, He wasn't born again. He said, don't worry, we just rewrote the past. Meanwhile, if he never gave his life to Christ, he will live uselessly, become manier at age of death. And then you look at his life, it was Satan, demon, rebellion, everything, you think it was nothing. But if he had just inserted Christ somewhere along the line, you'll have been amazed at what God would, re- he will show you where it's coming from. be like, how did this happen? Don't be afraid to preach Jesus to anybody. Okay, look at okay, look at that person they crucified with Jesus Christ. No, just think about him. Why do you think he was crucified? It's not so that he can meet Jesus. Why didn't they crucify him tomorrow? Or the day before? God just look. and said, Let me give this guy an offer, let me give an opportunity. One opened his mouth, talking nonsense. Yeah, the other was it. Nah, I beg, remember me. And that was salvation. Do you know when that guy gets to heaven eventually? You will, will be thanking God for crucifixion.
1: you
0: yes. will be thanking God for crucifixion. Does anybody have testimony in service in heaven today? Say, today I want to thank God for crucifixion. Who on earth would have thought that was possible? Listen, it's just a word I need to draw for people. You have to just carry your life eh, and give to Jesus and say, arrange this thing. Let's bow down and say, Lord Jesus, I this thing. I ring this thing. Oh, it's a prayer for tonight. Say, Lord, I arrange this thing. And he will arrange this nation like that. All the kidnapping, all the troubles, is arranging something. Give your life to him. Say, Lord Jesus, take, take, take. I arrange this thing. I ring this thing. I ring this thing. Hey, hey. I, I know, yes. I, I was one that did that. I sinned. I ran away from home. I ran away from church. I ran away from the gospel. I hurt people. I, eh, but, Lord Jesus, I have come. Arrange this thing. Oh Lord Jesus, I have come. Arrange this thing. Say, so, Lord Jesus, I have come. Arrange this thing. Say it again, Lord, we, we give you this nation. Arrange it, arrange it, arrange it for your purpose. Now, look, like I was saying, God is saying to the elect, to the remnant. lay claim, establish Jesus as king in every corner. Rest of your feet, because we are closing up. Rest of your feet. And say, Lord, arrange this, arrange this. I give you my life, arrange it. Ah, there's one song we were sing those days. Take my life and let it be consecrated unto thee. Take my moments and my face. Let them flow with ceaseless
1: praise.
0: Oh, yeah, okay, that's a good song. You know, I, I don't know, I don't know, it, was. it just came to my mind now. I think we should sing it. Oh, yeah, Everybody. Let's pray, Let's pray our prayer. Let's pray our prayer. Let's pray our prayer. Let's pray our prayer. All right. How, how does the song go again? Who? I, I don't know the words. Yeah, Apostle, get the mic. Alright, now what we are going to do, please, we are going to sing the song a few times so all of us get it very right. And then we will continue to sing, but this time around it will be a prayer for all of us, alright? Okay, the man playing is going to lead us.
1: Be consecrated, Lord, to Thee. Take my moments and my days. Let them flow in ceaseless praise. Again. my life. Let Let it.
0: Everybody, remember what we said is this. We don't want to be those who are dead. Remember? When they are still what? Alive. Who are those who are dead while they are still alive? Are those who are not living for the divine purpose for the moment. Did you hear what I said? Who are those who are dead while they are still alive? Say that again. Those who are not living for the divine purpose for the moment. What well, We are saying now, this is the moment. This is the divine purpose for this moment. That the lordship. The reign of Jesus. Will be established all over this nation. Amen. What does that mean? Anything I'm doing, that's what I'm thinking about. If I'm going to work in the morning, that's what I'm thinking about. I'm giving lectures. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm selling in the market. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm cooking to sell to people. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm taking care of my children. That's what I'm thinking about. I am preaching the gospel. That's what I'm thinking about. I'm not trying to make a name for myself. I was referring to what Pastor Kerry was teaching yesterday. That was a part of it. I am not trying to make a name for myself. I am preaching for one intention. That the, God, that the Lord Jesus, that the Lordship of Jesus, his reign will be established over this land. Amen. Now let's narrow it down to Nigeria again. We are claiming every corner of this land for the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. It's important to him, that's why he created it. Nice. It's important to him that we do that. That's why he made this nation. He said all things are yours. Whether it's PDP, or APC, or Labour Party, or NNPP, Democracy, the courts, you know, whatever be the issues, in the, the structures in the land, they are all yours. They are, serving the, they are to be used to serve the purpose of God. Interpret your life, like I said, from a spiritual angle. Anytime you do that, it starts working like that. That's the point I was trying to make. Once you begin to interpret your life from a spiritual angle, it starts working according to what God had already ordained. Your life is not for your own pleasure. That would be being dead while alive. So let's take that song. As we sing that song, what we are doing is consecrating ourselves for the purpose of God for the moment. Now let us sing together again. Want
1: to? Let's go. Take my plan, let it be consecrated, Lord.
0: Hands and let them move at the impulse of thy love. Take my feet and let them be swift and beautiful for thee. Let's go. Take
1: my hands and let them move at the impulse of thy love. Take my feet and let them be. Sweet and beautiful for thee.
0: Next time, say, take my voice and let me sing. Take my
1: voice and let me sing. Always only for my King. Always only for my King. Take my knees and let them be. Take
0: hey, my seal
1: It shall be no longer mine. Take my heart, thy tis thy, tis thy it is thine. Take my heart is thine. It shall be thy royal throne. It shall be thy royal throne. Take my love, my lord. My Lord, my Lord, I pour, And I feet his treasure store. I treasure Take stone. myself and I will
0: Lift your hands to the Lord. Your heart to the Lord. Lift your life to the Lord Jesus Christ. Say, henceforth, I live for divine purpose. I don't live for pleasure. Living, you know, being dead while I'm alive. Who are those who are dead while they are alive? Those who are living only for their own pleasure. Who are those who are dead while they are alive? Those who are living only for their own pleasure. Say, Lord, what am I living for now? Henceforth. To establish the kingship, the lordship, the throne, the, the, the reign of Jesus in this nation. Remember, let's go back to that prayer. Say, Lord, this life, I give it to you. Write your story into it. said, Lord, I give you my life. Write your story into it. <laughs> oh, say, Lord, I connect with the story of my life according to your books. By faith in Jesus, I connect with the story of my life according to what is written in your book. By faith in Jesus, I connect with the story of my life according to what is written in your will, O God. I delight to do thy will. Thy law is within my heart. Take my life and let it be, Lord, consecrated to you. Take my moments and my days. Let them flow in ceaseless praise. Take my hands. Let them move at the impulse of your love. Take my feet and let them be beautiful, swift. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, good tidings. That's what he's saying. Let my feet be the one that carries the gospel all over the land take my silver and my gold not a might will I withhold Says, thou shalt serve the Lord thy God with all thy heart and all thy might that might same thing as wealth take my silver and my gold not a might will I withhold every skill you have given me take my intellect Lord and use every power that you have given me as you choose Lord use them Take my will and make it thine. It shall no longer be mine. Take my heart. It is thine own. Let it be your royal throne. And throw yourself, Lord, upon my heart. I pour my love, my Lord, at your feet. Every treasure in my heart, I pour at your feet. Ever, Lord, ever I will live for you alone. We thank you. Lord, under this anointing, we bless this nation with peace. Under this anointing, we bless Nigeria with peace. We claim every inch of this land for Jesus Christ. Enugu, you belong to Jesus. We command peace upon you. Enugu State, you belong to Jesus. We command peace upon you. Nigeria, you belong to Jesus Christ. And we command peace upon you from the north to the south, from the east to the west, and every nook and cranny of this nation. We dedicate you to the Lord Jesus Christ. Of the increase of his government and of peace, there shall be no end.
1: That
0: is our decree as the people of God. I said, That is our decree as the people of God of the increase of his government and of peace, there shall be no end. Again, we say concerning the rulership, the leadership, the throne of Nigeria, the physical throne, presidency especially, none will sit upon it that will not rule in righteousness. None will sit successfully upon it that will not favor the plan of God. None we sit upon it that will not favor righteousness. None, we sit upon it that will be in opposition to the advancement of the gospel.
1: The
0: will of God, anyone sitting on it will go in the will of God. We say to the agenda of man, fail. As the people of God, every agenda concocted by man, arranged by man, ordained by man, for the purpose of man will pronounce failure upon them in the name of Jesus.
1: This
0: was how God said it. He said, On thy belly thou shalt go, and thus thou shalt eat. That's a very powerful statement. Everyone in opposition to God, everyone in opposition to Jesus Christ, on their belly, they will go. Amen. And dust, they will eat. Amen. Frustration will be their portion. Amen. Confusion is their portion. Amen. They can gather, but God will scatter them. Amen. As a matter of fact, he's going to do that. Nigeria belongs to the Lord, the Lord Jesus. The Nigeria belongs to the Lord Jesus.
1: Amen.
0: Peace will reign in this land. Amen. Father God, will receive your mercy. In our individual lives, we'll receive your mercy. Amen. As you travel to and fro, peace is your portion. I said, as you travel to and fro, peace is your portion. As you lie down at night, peace is your portion. As you come out of your house in the morning to go about your business, peace will go ahead of you. And the glory of God will be your rear guard. In the name of Jesus Christ. Put up your hands and give a lot of thanks, because he's really good. Indeed, he's good.